going on, everybody, and welcome to a, another episode of the Mellow Mondays podcast. It is good to be back. Sorry I missed a week last week. Things got a little hectic towards the end of the week, and I did not anticipate not being able to record an episode. I uh, I was out on the road. We had a we had a 10-day long run, and so I think we did eight shows in 10 days, so it was a travel, travel day on the big bookend of that 10 days, and um, I brought my podcast stuff, I brought everything I needed to record, and for whatever reason, it just never happened. Um, this tour, there it wasn't super crazy busy, but we were kind of just always on standby, waiting to dump the truck, um, load on stage, things like that. Since we were direct support, um, we just kind of had to be standing by and ready every day. And uh, after the show, we just all kind of hung out, had some beers, like just kicked it. And so it didn't happen. I was going to do it on Sunday. And then what was supposed to be already a 10-hour travel day ended up turning into, I think it was like a 17-hour travel day. Um, We were in Canada. We were in Calgary. And we were flying home. I think we got to the airport at like, I think it was like 5.45 or 6 in the morning. Our flight was supposed to leave like 9 or 9.30. And then we found out it had mechanical error. And then they were going to fix it. And it just kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. And then finally, we just rebooked on another flight. So we, we didn't even fly out of Calgary on our first flight until like 2.40. And so I think we ended up getting home at like, I don't know, 10, 10.30. So our, our day ended up being like a 17-hour travel day. And so I was supposed to record that night. And I was just like, you know what? This is not going to happen. I was I was dead. I was exhausted. I literally laid around the house for, I mean, it was probably like two days and did not do anything. And that's... That's exactly what I needed. And so I'm I'm not always good about taking self-care like that, especially on something that I like really enjoy doing and am trying to continue to grow. But I think I think it was the right move. Even though I didn't get an episode out, we're making up for it this week, um, coming out with a new episode. I wasn't really sure where I wanted to go with this episode. Something that's tough about recording a podcast is just kind of this idea of what do I talk about week to week, especially when I'm not doing interviews. Obviously, I would like to be doing more interviews. Hopefully, we'll have more coming up. It's just the timing on tour lately has just not allowed me to uh, really be able to sit down and produce a high quality interview, which is what I want to do. And so instead, we're kind of doing these little mini episodes where I just kind of talk for like 20, 30 minutes, share what's on my heart. And so I wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about. I think I could talk about a couple things. One of the things I would love to talk about eventually is just kind of the travel aspect of our job. Um, we've been to some cool places here recently. I was just in Canada for the first time, and so there's a lot of crazy stories from Canada and just some fun stuff with that. Um, and then I'd love to just talk about kind of just where I've been in general. I mean, we, we see so many cities. I mean, in the past two weeks, we've been to probably, I don't know, 18 cities or something like that. And so I think it'd be kind of fun to talk about that at some point. But I think the heart of this podcast, like kind of the slogan that I've been developing is this idea of rediscovering the heart of conversation. And I think at the core of conversation, you have to have vulnerability and realness. And so if, if I start straying away from that and only putting forth like these good, positive travel things, 
I think it'd be missing the heart of what I'm trying to establish. And so it it's not that things are heavy right now, but I think there's some other things going on that maybe seem a little less positive or they're, they're a little more um, introspective. And so I think that would be more important for me to talk about because I think it is something that a lot of you, I mean, will hopefully be able to relate to. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's the whole goal of this podcast. And so I'm going to go with the topic that I, it's not that I don't want to talk about it because I, I don't mind talking about things like this, but I think it'd be easier for me to just like do like this happy episode, like, oh, we traveled all these cool places and had a great time. But like, I don't know, that's what's going on in my life, but that's not like really what's going on. Like, that's not like the underlying things that I'm kind of learning this week. This week, we are talking about this topic of change. And I think there are, there are varying types of change. Like there's change of location, scenery, life events, but then there's also like this idea of enacting change in one's life, Um, whether you're like trying to change something physically, emotionally, changing habits, addictions, all of those sort of things. And so this topic of change, as I've been like pondering over the past couple days, I think both of those types kind of tie together and really sum up where I've been, honestly, for the past year and a half. Um, just talking about things like change of scenery, location, whatever. I moved to Nashville. It, it's been a little over a year ago. And so that was a big change in my life. It changed a lot of things as far as family dynamics. You guys heard last week, um, it changed how much time I spend at the lake and how and how much time I spend riding my jet ski and things like that. But I think something that I haven't talked about either is before moving to Nashville, I was preparing for one of the biggest tours that I've ever done. And so I went out on a tour in the fall. I was working for someone who eventually got this contract for um, a January run for a pretty big arena tour. And so found out I'd be teching it. And so that was a lot of stress and preparation mentally that went into that to be like, okay, we've got everything we need. We've got a plan. We had to prep all the gear and all that stuff. And so during that whole time as well, I knew I would be moving to Nashville. But then on top of that, my grandma was really sick. And so she'd she'd been sick for a while. She'd been in a nursing home. And so we knew that she would probably be passing away shortly. That was pretty stressful. Like I think dealing with the emotion of all of that while trying to move and also make sure that I could get this show up and running. I don't know if I ever really like dealt with it in the moment. It was just like, you just had to make it work. It was, it was a tough time. It was a, it was an interesting January. I think just trying to be there for family and be able to mourn and experience that um, and also prepare was not something that I thought I would have to deal with. And so I think that that took a lot out of me. But then once I went into tour, it's like you literally had to switch almost instantly and just get put your game face on and like get to work. And so I think the year last year, I mean, this is the start of 2018, started out pretty hectic for me. And so I'm thankful for the timing of everything. Like I talked to my family and I've talked to friends. Like I really feel like the Lord kind of blessed 
the timing of how things happen. Like that sounds kind of weird to say about a death, but I was able to finish out rehearsal week and then fly home and be there for funeral and be able to just spend a week with family and go through those emotions. And then I literally moved my stuff at the end of that week, moved it. I moved my stuff into a storage unit and literally hopped on a bus the next day. And I was gone two months without being home. I don't know if I ever really fully dealt with all that was going on. I just kind of buried the emotion and did my job. And unfortunately, that's a lot of what happens in production is you don't always have time to navigate what's really going on. And that's something that I'm trying to like break and something I'm trying to work on with this podcast is just being real and open in the moment. With a new, to- with a new tour came new friendships, a new relationship, a lot of unexpected things I wasn't planning on. And so those things weren't bad. In a lot of ways, those things were great. But during that time, things were new and things were changing and what my life used to look like and what it now looked like were completely different. And I think in a lot of ways that was really good. Um, But I think in some ways it also, I was able to kind of hide some things that I wanted to change in my life because I had a bunch of other stuff, new and exciting things going on. I think if I were to characterize like the start of 2019, I feel like the start of 2019 really was like this realization that I've kind of been pushing things away and like haven't been dealing with some of the things that are going on on in my life because I mean, maybe one, I didn't want to, but I think two, like, I don't know if I had the time or the headspace to do it. I mean, throughout that time, it's like, I ended up getting home from this arena tour. I was stressed about finding work. I worked like local crew stuff in Nashville for like a week. And I was like, man, like I can't do this. Like it was just killing my soul. Like being a stagehand, like there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not for me. I ended up getting hooked up with a company here through a guy I knew, um, from a couple of one-off shows I did. And then from then on, I mean, I've been slammed. Like I I went out on a couple of one-off tours and then eventually, got this full-time gig, um, doing lighting for a country guy that has taken a big adjustment as well. I think I started that, that world of touring, um, while in a relationship. And I think it's, it sounds good on paper. Like you're, it's like, oh yeah, you're only gone four days a week, but in reality, trying to navigate relationships and being gone so much is tough. And I think this past year has really been me. So yes, I'm trying to think it's been almost almost a year since I joined with this band. And so I think I'm finally starting to understand what it means to be gone four days a week and come home and starting to like understand. I don't, I don't want to say perfectly, but like understand what it means to have a balance in life as far as like touring and then coming home. And so all of these things are drastically different from what I thought my life would look like two years ago. Like two years ago, I was ready to sit down in Kansas City and make the company I used to work for my my career. I was I was ready to commit long term. Had they made me a production manager, I was going to go for it. Like I was ready. And it's crazy for me to look back and see how that is so different from what actually transpired. Um and and some of that change is good and I think some of that change I don't want to say it's bad, but it was new. And I think with new things comes learning and comes trying to 
navigate something that's different. And, and that's really how I would characterize this past like year, year and a half. It's just like, I would just say, it's really just been learning to grow and adapt and understand a new way of life. And I think a lot of times we don't realize like with a new way of life and a new understanding of things also comes kind of this idea of personal development. Um, if I was honest with myself, especially at like the start of 2019, like January 1, 2019, I looked back on my life in 2018. I was just like, man, like there are things in my life that I would like to be different and I am not happy with. And I think that just ties into this whole concept of change. Like those aren't, those aren't always just like, those aren't a direct product of me moving and, and going through mourning and things like that. Some of them do, but like, I think this year for whatever reason was one of those eye opening moments of like, you know what, like there are things in my life that I'm not happy with and I have not dealt with it for a very long time. And maybe it's time to start dealing with it. I think that's a really scary realization. I think the hardest thing to do is to start something like it's, it's easy to talk about wanting to do something. It's easy once you're in a rhythm to keep doing something, but like to really start something and say, okay, we're going to sit down and we're going to deal with some of the underlying things in my life that maybe I'm not happy with or like ways that I view the world, whatever. And we're going to start changing those and we're going to start growing and moving towards a goal that I have something that I haven't shared with a lot of people is I it wasn't at the start of the year I mean I think it was probably maybe like middle of February I finally got to that point of like you know what like you're probably not gonna change these things by just like trying harder or doing things on your own and so I started um I started going to counseling, which is something that I, I mean, on paper is great, but I think like anytime you're in that scenario, it's like, man, like, and I don't know if it's like, just like, um, like a guy thing, but going to counseling at first seems really like, it seems really weak. And I don't mean that in like, oh, like guys are stronger than girls. I don't mean like that, but like, I think sometimes like guys like just don't want to deal with like the emotions and problems of things. And so like counseling for me was like, well, like why would I need to go to counseling? Like I can just deal with this on my own when like clearly your life shows like, no, like you should probably go to counseling and like deal with some of this stuff with someone who is literally paid to sit there and listen to you and is trained to understand and go deeper with what you're saying. And so I was nervous, but I finally, finally, finally decided to just go. It's just like, man, like I need to work on some of this stuff. And so I, I ended up started counseling and literally after, after day one, I came home, I remember talking to one of my roommates and I was just like, dude, like counseling is amazing. Like it, it's literally this, this place where, and especially in this, this culture we live in, like this person's only goal is for you to grow and to be better and to be happy. Like their whole point is just to steer you towards 
wherever you want to go. And that was something that was kind of weird for me is like, I kind of had this stigma of counseling being something that you go to and it's like, okay, this person tells you like, okay, you should do this, this and this. But like, really it's like your counselor sits down and says, where do you want to be? Like, what are you trying to change? Who, like, who, what do you want your life to look like? And that was kind of a weird thing because it's like, oh, like, I guess I'm the one who dictates what I want my life to look like and how I want to act and, and all these different things. I'm kind of a legalistic person. And so I think for a lot of my life, especially growing up in the church, like I've always like, it's always been kind of, well, what does this person say about this? What does this person say about that? Like, how should I be handling this? But like the whole thing that we've been working on is like learning to trust your inner self, like, learning to be confident in that. And, and that doesn't mean like not taking counsel from people and things like that, but I'm just saying like developing, developing this, I don't even know, maybe the character within you to be able to think and feel for yourself. Because I think I've said this in like every episode, but like we live in such a culture that I don't know if they really value like what you think and feel for yourself. Like it's your, I think a lot of times we put out content and Instagram and all this stuff. We, we do these things trying to portray our cert, trying to portray ourselves a certain way so that someone else will feel or think something about us that maybe is not f- the full picture. And so this whole process of counseling is like, you know what? No, like, our goal is for me to become more and more myself and to shed off the things that are lies or not true or whatever else. And that was like kind of weird, but also now is really, really freeing because I think it takes so much pressure off of the process. The theme of this episode, like it's titled trust the process because that is the thing that I I hate about counseling, but it's so necessary. Like I, I think I walked into day one and, and I also want to point out, this doesn't have to be just about counseling as well. Like just for some, any of you dealing with something that you like want to change, like my advice to you. And I don't know if that advice means anything or if it has any validity, but like the whole thing has been trust the process. I think I walked into counseling and I've, I've looked at even just in my personal life, trying to deal with stuff like, looking at things that I wanted to change. It's like I, I immediately look to fixing it right away or doing the quick thing. It's like, okay, this is uncomfortable, immediately change. Like, so for example, I would not say that I'm a super positive person or I have not been a super positive person. I, I say that I'm a realist. Some people might say I'm a pessimist. I, it just depends on how you look at it. And so for example, like if, if you're trying to think more positive and, to change that area of your life. I don't think the correct answer is to just immediately be like, I have to be positive about everything because I think what that does, like you just go from one extreme to the other, like, okay, so you're negative all the time, but now you're positive about everything and you're not really acknowledging some possibly important and true emotions when they come up. Like it's easy to be like, Oh, well, someone in my family passed away, but it's okay because I know this, this, and this. But it's like, man, like, no, it's also okay to be sad and it's okay to mourn. And life is about feeling the full spectrum of emotions. You can't have good without the bad. 
And so I think that was kind of my outlook on change for a long time. It's just this idea of like, well, I want it to be fixed now. So I'm immediately going to go do this or try something or like whatever. When really it's just about slowly making these little changes in your life that begin to change and shape the way that you think. It's just like, and so that, that was weird for me, especially being in counseling. You know, it's like I pay X amount of money every week to like, slowly and sometimes painstakingly like change little things about my life and some weeks it's like why am I doing this like is this worth it like is anything changing am I learning anything and then other weeks you like come in and you just kind of sit down and have a conversation it's like oh like you know what like this week I could have freaked out about this or like I was really stressed and I could have done whatever but actually I responded okay. And like, that's, what's cool about counseling is to just continue to grow in this process and be like, Oh, you know what? Like, I think I'm learning and I think I'm changing some things. And so for me, positivity is something that is on my list as far as just, and and not necessarily just positivity, but I think overall, like where I would like my life to be, I want to be someone that is just really in touch with themselves and confident in in myself being able to I it's not that I don't think for myself now but being able to be yeah just like assured in what you know to be true or what you believe and to be like like no like this is how I want my life to look I don't care what other people are doing I don't care what they have to say like this is what I believe and I think something that I've been working through is kind of the idea of faith and its role in all of this. And so like I grew up in the church, I have a degree in youth ministry yet I'm touring, which is kind of funny. I didn't realize how much legalism and rigidity I had in my life until I kind of got away from the church for a while. And like, so I haven't been super open about this with people, but I've been kind of taking a break from the church. I don't mean that in like a, I'm not like walking away from God, but I think through this process of counseling and learning to change some things in my life, I needed to strip away some of the negative aspects that I think can come through the church at times. And I think one of those things and something I've struggled with my entire life is legalism and like, I I don't know how to break it. We've been working on it, but it's just this idea of like, I, I think to some extent I've always felt like I have to do more. I have to try harder. I have to be different. I can't do that. It's like, oh, well, I was gossiping about this person or, oh, I thought badly about this person or I'm doing this. And it's like, it just becomes about all of these things that you're doing wrong. And I'm not saying there aren't things in your life that you need to change. There absolutely are. Like everybody has them. But I think that's the wrong perspective. I was viewing these things as I can't do these things. I need to change these things. When in reality, the problem is, is much deeper than just lying or thinking badly about someone or whatever, or not handling a situation well, getting mad when you should have, shouldn't have. The, the problem is much deeper and the problem is in the heart and like learning to change the core. I think I had to step away for a while 
and just experience life to some extent outside of the church. Because I think I would go to church and feel this, I don't know, this pressure to be a certain way or to do a certain thing. And in, in, in doing that, it was restricting me from actually being able to strip away the things I needed to strip away. It wasn't really until I went to counseling that I, I started to see that be true. I mean, I think you see that, I mean, even biblically with the prodigal son, like this, this guy who walks away from family for a long time. And I mean, the metaphor is walking away from God and being like, no, I'm going to go do my own thing for a while. And then eventually coming back and being like, you know what, like, I learned something and I came back. And that's, I'm not saying like what I'm doing is I'm not like the prodigal son. I mean, maybe it's similar to that. I don't know. But that's kind of how I feel in this is like, if you really believe in a God that is all encompassing, all knowing, whatever, like, I think he can handle you walking away for a little bit or you doubting or you questioning things. And I think that's kind of the season I'm in is questioning what I truly believe biblically and what I really believe about God. And I don't honestly don't really have an answer for you. Like I, I believe in God and I believe like, but what I'm saying is like at the core, like what do I believe about God's character? Like what do I believe biblically about certain topics? And the reality is, is I, I honestly don't know, but I think this process of, learning to think for myself is really important because I had a similar, a similar experience when I first went to college. Like you're, you know, I grew up in the church, grew up in youth group, loved my youth group experience, but I went to a Bible college and literally I just shattered everything I thought I knew and believed about God, like just wrecked my world. And I was like, what am I like, what do I even believe? And so I graduated college, which with what I would say was probably like the strongest my faith has ever been. And then I kind of went into this world of production and then kind of lost that sense of maybe conviction and direction. I guess it's been, I've been out of school, what, it's 2019, I've been out of school for five years. And so I feel like I'm coming back around to one of those, those moments, those seasons of life of like reestablishing and confirming what I believe and stripping away things that I don't. And that is really, really good, but it's also really uncomfortable sometimes and it's stressful and it's not quick. I mean, uh, that whole change in my life in college took four years of me wrestling with certain things, not just biblically, but just life and be like, what do I really believe? How do I want my life to look? And I feel like we're back in that season of life. Like so many things have changed. So many things have been going on in my life it's it's another one of those moments of like, what do I really believe about the world? What do I believe about God, about love, about friendships, about relationships, about work, about my purpose? Like these are all the questions that I've been wrestling with lately. It's easy to distract yourself in life, and I've had plenty of distractions lately, and I've and and I think to some extent that's okay. Like that's something we talk about all the time in counseling is like, man, like you're really hard on yourself. Like it's okay to make mistakes. Like mistakes are oftentimes what define us more than doing the right thing. And I think just like learning boundaries and the line on certain things, like I think that's really, really good. I'm thankful for the process, but at the same time, like trusting the process kind of sucks like it's 
I want it to be fixed now. Like, I, I want to have the truth now. But I know that this is something that it may take years. It may not. Like, I don't, I don't know. And I don't really know why, like, this has all been on my heart as far as, like, me sharing with you all lately. It's not really something that I, I wanted to share. But I think a lot of people may relate to it. I think... I think it's hard to deal with like the stuff deep down. Like we get so wrapped up in careers and friends and life and like all of these distractions and things that it's like, why would I want to sit down and deal with things going on below the surface? Like that doesn't sound very fun. Like I only have a limited amount of headspace to think about myself. Why would I want to spend it doing that when I could just like not deal with it? And that's, I mean, honestly kind of how I've been until I mean, really the last, like, I don't know, it's maybe been a month, month and a half. And so I don't know. I don't really have like a good tie it all together. I just kind of recorded this on the spur of the moment, to be honest with you. I, um, it would have been way easier just to talk about all the cool places I've been lately. But I, I think this is something that, I don't know, I hope resonates with people. And I, I think what really spurred it on was kind of this moment last night. Like, so we, we just did a three-show run. We were in, where were we? Dayton, Ohio yesterday. We played some university show. Fun show, but it was just like stressful day all around. They were calling for rain all day. We loaded in. There was some concerns about wind. You know, all just all these things. Like, we have thousands and thousands of dollars of gear on stage. It's like, is it going to pour? Is it not? It's like, is it going to push? Is it just going to light rain? Or is it going to be thunderstorms? Like, you know, you just never know. It was just one of those days where we were kind of all on edge. I was pretty worn out. Luckily, like it, it all, best case scenario, it rained a little bit. We, everything was tarped. Like it was all good. And then the show, it cleared up and it was great. Like it, it, it was cold, but it ended up being like, as far as like a rainy day, it was best case scenario for someone in production. At the end of the night, it was just kind of like peopled out. I was just kind of tired. And so I was walking um, up to this little uh, office, office space, the, the university had to take a shower and I, I was kind of like scrolling through Instagram. I just came across this, this girl saying this song. It wasn't even like, I don't know what the song was, but it just reminded me of like this. I don't even know what worship song it was, but it's like this worship song of like, I don't, I couldn't tell you the words, but it was the emotion behind it. And like that emotion was kind of this idea of this idea of peace. It was a long day. I was tired and like, it, I was just, able to like take this warm shower for 10 minutes and just feel this idea of peace roll over me. And that is probably the biggest thing I'm working on this year is to continue to find peace in all areas of my life. Cause I've lived a lot of my life. Like, I, like I've been saying, I've lived it pretty legalistic and, and worried about things and like constantly on the go. And I think touring is just like this really hectic lifestyle sometimes. And I love to travel and I love to be doing things. But I think at times that's kind of masked this underlying feeling of, I don't want to I don't know if it's discontentment or just lack of peace, like kind of this constant feeling of on ed on edge or unsettled. I mean, maybe unsettled is the best way to put it. Just kind of that jittery feeling where you're never able to just sit down and relax. Like it's always like, I need, to be, I need to be doing something different. I need to be working harder. I need to be going for this goal. I'm wasting my time or whatever. 
that five minute encounter with listening to a song kind of reminded me of that concept of peace and like the whole goal I'm working towards this whole idea of counseling is like finding this inner peace through confidence in myself and knowing what I believe and knowing how I want to live my life. And that was like a really impactful moment. And I think that moment was cultivated by the fact that like, we've just been diving into this concept week after week after week of like, okay, I'm doing with this this week. And like, what does that really mean? Or like, I'm okay. I felt this this week, or I got jealous about this this week, or like, man, I'm really stressed today. What does that say about my belief on peace? And what does that say about my worldview? And what does that say about my belief in God? That was a cool moment. That was one of those moments where like, okay, all of this money and time I'm putting into counseling is like, it's for a purpose. And that purpose was I had one of those moments of peace. And those can continue to come. And, and ultimately that can be your life. That is what's really exciting about change. Like change is not that fun and exciting, but like that's the side of it that it's like, oh man, my life could look like that all the time. That's really cool. And so I want that to be an encouragement for you all this week. I don't know where you're at in life. I don't know what you're going through. I'm not saying you have to go to counseling, but like if you ever thought about it and you're like, man, I don't know just do it like find somebody you trust like I got lucky and found this guy that I really trust that I'm, I'm confident um, to share things with like but if you're in that space like just like honestly just do it and the only reason I did is because I had people in my life who were like hey man like you need to change something like you need to you need to take care of this and I was like oh dang like okay and one of the best things I've ever done for myself and it's it's still a process I'm still going there are still weeks where I don't want to go, but, uh, that would be my advice to you. But just, just people in general, man, like whatever you're going through, you're going through change, you're going through the season of life. Maybe you're going through some discontentment, some things that you're just unhappy with. Like once again, you're not alone in any of that. Like I think a ton of people feel that way. Um, they're just scared to, they're just scared to bring it up. And, and that's understandable. Like I am too. And, yeah, just my biggest piece of advice is just continually, continually learning to trust the process. Like this concept of change and striving for something different is not a quick thing. Like it is not something that happens overnight. It's something that continually happens. And I think too, it's something that a lot of times does not require a lot of like a lot of work. And I don't mean that in like, you shouldn't try. It's, I think every week I like go to counseling. I'm like, okay, well, what can I do to change this week? Like, how can I, can I read some book? Can I watch some video? Can I do some other thing? When the reality is what I need to do is trust the process and just take each day as it comes and to just continually to look inward and to understand and analyze like, okay, like what's going on? Like, why did I react this way to, to whatever situation? And I think that's where true change comes from. When you rush into change and you try to make it happen right away, I think you gloss over what's really going on. And that's something I never really felt like the church did well. And so if you grew up in the church, like, I think you might have that perspective. If you didn't, then I mean, don't worry about that at all. Like, 
I think sometimes church is really bad at like saying like, oh, like you're addicted to this or you're struggling with this. Well, like just read, go read this book or read this chapter in the Bible. I'm not saying those things are bad. Those things can be helpful, helpful. But sometimes I think that glosses over the fact that sometimes you just have to make mistakes and you have to do things the wrong way in order to understand like, you know what, like that probably wasn't a good idea. Or sometimes you just have to live through seasons of uncertainty and frustration and change in order to understand like, oh, I don't want my life to look like that. And I, I want my life to look like this. And because of that, I more fully believe and trust like what this passage of scripture is saying. Or it's like, I more fully understand like maybe this aspect of God that I didn't before. And I'm definitely not there yet. Like I'm, I'm very much at the early stage of this. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I hope that's encouraging to you all. I don't know if any of this is going to make sense. I'm going to have to go back and like listen to this and edit a ton of stuff because I feel like I've just been, I don't know. I feel like I've been all over the place. Um, Hopefully there's a congruent thought in here. Hopefully the heart of it comes out more so than the words. Um, That's just my opinion. Like, man, like trust the process. Like it's slow. It's hard sometimes, but it can be really cool and, and look for those little moments. Cause those little moments are special. Cause that's the point. Like, I think you look at change as like, I look at it as like, Oh, like the end goal is for my life to be this way. But like what I'm learning is like, man, like, no, like it's all about the process. And that's such a lame thing to say, but like, it really is like the process is what defines you. The process is what changes your way of thinking. And like, that's what gets you to the end. It's all about now. It's not about the future. And I think that's, uh, that's really freeing and that's exciting for me. And so I hope, yeah, I hope these, I hope these words are encouraging to you all. I, I hope it spoke to somebody that if it speaks to one person, then it was well worth it for me. That's all I've got for this week. Um, once again, thank you guys again for the continued support. Like I appreciate you guys tuning in every week reach out to me, tell me your story about change, like trusting the process, counseling, whatever it may be. Like, I would love to hear about it. Um, yeah, you guys are awesome. This has been another episode of Mellow Mondays. Mellow Mondays.